On the program today, we talk about the elections that we just went through here in the state of Alabama. You know, the primary elections in Alabama, that is where it all happens. It's not in the fall. Stick with us today. We'll find out who the winners were, who the losers are. We'll find out if any of the losers are here. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Welcome into the program, everybody. It's, it's Alabama Unfiltered. I am one of your hosts, Scott Beeson. Allison Sinclair is with me. So is Amy Beth Shaver. Don't forget, you can find this podcast at all the places you usually do. Check it out at 1819news.com, Spotify, where you find your Apple podcast. Make sure you give us a good rating of five stars or a thumbs up, whatever is appropriate. And don't forget that this is powered by 1819 News, and you need to check out the daily details. Sign up for the daily newsletter. It's really like the morning paper that we used to get when we used to like the old newspapers, and uh, but it's like that. Sign up for the daily detail. Ladies, how are y'all? <laughs> Why well, are you laughing? I, well, I hit all the points I'm supposed you to hit. I'm so proud of you, but that's so funny. It's like, Amy Beth and I were talking makeup and all these things, and all of a sudden he goes, welcome into Alabama Unfiltered. We had to start Wait, eventually. Yeah, I don't know. We did. They're going okay, to work going the to. makeup conversation back into the show. We will, because that's what It'll we'll happen do. happen somehow. Well, I mean, it's important. People I'll need to learn. I'll tell you how we're going to work it. How? Last night was a really long night. And I was thankful for the eyeshadow palette that you bought me for my birthday because are y'all as tired and exhausted as I am? But she from, doesn't look like it. No, because uh, she was very peppy she, from the makeup <laughs> that you makeup. have provided for her. Now, yeah. what is it? The eyeshadow and lipstick. I, mm-hmm. I was learning. I've learned a lot Yeah, in yeah. the last little Stick while. Stick with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much that you didn't even want to know. Scott so, thought it was offensive when like friends give friends not makeup. Not at all. Right, because that's that's a legitimate question. Because aren't you basically saying the makeup that you wear now is not getting it done for no. you? So please change that's to such this a man's other perspective. No, it's... but that's the way women usually think. Y'all are the ones that get messages out of stuff. But why do you think they give free gifts of makeup when you're buying makeup? So makeup is an ex- like an exception to the rule. Women makeup, yeah. jewelry. I mean, it doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter. But if you find a great brand and mm-hmm. it's not. Like, obviously, I cannot wear the same coloring that she would, but I see it and it's beautiful. I'm like, oh, That'd oh, be great Allison, for Allison would love this. So there's no thought of she needs it. No, it's, not at oh, all. It's, it's just it's a, hey, it's just a pure. little happy. Yeah. What if, what what if it called. was, a, what if it was a, what if it wasn't Amy Beth and it was a lady that you didn't, weren't really fond of and care. y'all had a little conflict? You don't think she's making a point? Like, no, mm. no, no. Like no. I said, this it's very just different. so wrong. This just doesn't seem, this doesn't well, okay. seem like the, the, my understanding of women in general. Cause I thought y'all get messages out of things that aren't necessarily messages. Well, we do that, but that's separate from enjoying little happies that we right. would pass back like, and like forth if, to Like one if another. the guy said, maybe are you sure you want the large cheeseburger? Because he knows it's like this big. And a woman usually takes that like, you don't think I need the large cheeseburger? By golly, I'm going to get the large cheeseburger because I got rip, rip. That's what I think. Well. Is that wrong? I don't know. Maybe I'm different. But like if you're giving me a good eyeshadow palette, I don't care if it comes from my worst enemy. Like. Yeah, pass I'm like it you. on, and, and then she got me these two power. like great lipstick colors that mm-hmm. match, and I'm like, yes. And luckily, I love her, and she's so sweet. Right. But like, that's very different than my husband giving me a treadmill for Christmas. <laughs> Which so might there might have had some messages it's in there. My, you might have yeah. said, but what if he thought, I want my darling wife to live long so she can be with me right. forever. And you didn't think, no. oh, he thinks I'm a little bit okay, on the heavy so side. I have a friend who went through a bad divorce a few years ago. Because of a treadmill? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get too far into it because she lived out of town. But I just remember us having a discussion one time when they were in counseling. And she was like, my counselor just said, you know, one of the best things you can do is assume the best from your mm-hmm. spouse. Mm-hmm. Like assume their intentions are the best intentions instead of the worst. So I'm going to assume that Jared's intentions were to have me sticking around a long time and to ease my life so I don't have to drive to the gym or if it's raining, right. you know, I mean, you it's can right be, there. You can be done by the time you would just get yeah. in the car yeah. and drive. Yeah. Right. Get the stress level down. Which we're going to transition because 
stress level is up, I might go home and use the treadmill after last night. And thank your husband for it. And, and say and it was a great, one of the greatest gifts yeah. ever. Well, because we, I told Allison before the show, basically we need her warm, brilliant, beautiful self to run the world. Um, and her group local essentially did that, wow. which is fantastic. Wow. Um, you guys had some big wins last I, night. I I'm gonna really proud of do you this guys. At the end of the show, but I was going to ask if I could take a moment and Please give do. a shout out to local. No, we need to start I'm there. Might to start. Actually it's okay. You started. Oh. I need to remind everybody that you started this in July. Um, or June. Was it June or July? Somewhere around. I don't even know. And it was birthed out of you have a history mm. with politics. You have a deep understanding of how it could work. And you started this group, and now you are up over a 1,000 members, and it's not just in Alabama. So I think people in Alabama and the Southeast would like to know just what happened last night from a group of people who weren't a group of people six months ago. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And, I, you know, you name it local Alabama, and our whole philosophy is, the top-down strategy from changing, you know, the Senate and the House on the federal level usually doesn't work. But that's where most people pay the most attention to. Um, even changing our legislature, our governor's office, like all that we're going to talk about, it's difficult to make those changes. But on the local level, you start there, and hopefully it works its way up. And Last night, of course, I was watching the Senate races and all that, but I was so excited. We had um, from our group several people that have never been involved in politics put themselves out there, run for state executive committee for uh, the Republican Party, and um, win, and and win against some people that have been in those seats for a long time. Um, and then we had two members run for Shelby County School Board of Education and beat to incumbents. Did they, they both won. They both won. And and um, Brian Boatman beat Aubrey Miller, who actually was the president of the Board of Education. And then was. Amber Polk um, beat Jane Hampton, who has been, you know, in education in Shelby County for a long time. And, and you know, they were doing a fine job. And it wasn't about, um, a, about any particular thing that Mr. Miller or Ms. Hampton had done or not done. It was just them wanting to get involved, them coming to local, hearing about things, walking through COVID with their kids and saying, I want to be a part. And so they just put themselves out there. And that's what it's about. You know, some of us lost last night. I lost my state executive committee race. You didn't um, miss anything because those meetings are boring. I heard they're like chicken and boring and it adjourns <laughs> they are, early. They are very boring. That, that's, they are very but, boring. But I think it's a valuable committee because it it's is. like you told somebody. Yeah. It's that thing you've not heard of, but it's also a steering committee for the state and it makes a difference. Party, and it does make a difference. Well, I mean, Even though like, the legislature ignores them most of the time, they'll take these positions about 100% of the, the members vote for, then the legislature will be like, eh, we don't care. But, I, but, but like, with what like you're saying, board. you got to start, we got to yes. start reinvigorating all these right. things. Because the Republican Party is at a place where it's like either adapt or die. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe that there's so many people that are just disenfranchised and disillusioned in politics in general, no matter what party. And but if if the Republican Party, especially in Alabama, can't kind of readjust to the times, right. it's just not going to be around and so that was kind of the impetus for them running and i'm so excited i mean we had out of 12 people from local that ran um i think eight of us won the state executive seats and then the two that ran for school board won and i'm just excited and it's it's and again it's not even the ones of us that ran and lost i'm so proud of them too and myself for just putting ourselves out there. Right. I mean, you right. just, at some point you got to do something and I couldn't be more proud of local and what we've done. And just, it's like a little tiny cosm of the world, a little tiny Shelby County, Jefferson County, something, but it just means so much and it matters. Well, if that was copied a lot of other places, right. you would begin this grassroots movement of yeah. kind of new, fresh ideas, people who, who uh, aren't, really kind of stuck in a rut and doing the same things and the same power brokers aren't always in charge. I mean, I think those are positive changes. I'll tell you, I had a phone conversation. A number of people call me and ask, 
you know, who should I vote for, this kind of stuff. And an older gentleman called me yesterday who lives down in Shelby County. Yeah. And we went through some of the statewide offices and stuff, and he said, let me ask you a question. You know any of these people in some group called local? And I said, eh, it just depends what you think. <laughs> I don't know if you like them what or not. What do you know about right, them? Exactly. And, but he proceeded to tell me how it was um, a bunch of younger people. This guy's a uh, um, senior citizen. A bunch of younger people. Yeah. And they seem like good folks, and they wanted, they're trying to make a difference. And he said, you know what? I'm going with the people that they said that we should be for. And I was like, that is so That's cool. Awesome. I mean, it was really, really good. And apparently it's you know going to make a good positive change. That's like the highest compliment to me. You know, just when... Word of mouth, people get a feel for the people that are involved, you trust. And that's how, that's the vision of local is just right, this right. literal grassroots, your neighbor. And that's what we saw too. And it was just people having conversations about candidates, people having good debates that would have never done that before. Just an awareness to these down ballot races that matter. I mean, we talk about state executive committee. Mm-hmm. When David Wheeler passed away, the state executive committee chose who would run and be the nominee. Well, I guess they didn't have to run, but who would be appointed to that vacant seat. That's a lot of power. Right. Um, you can disqualify candidates mm-hmm. and that want to run and things like that. So I just, last night was, there are some things that I guess we'll talk about that weren't so victorious in my head, but that was like my proud mama moment. So. No, and I, I think, think it's awesome. And I think it really it's awesome is. also because we are in a very conservative district in a very conservative county in a conservative state that the country really watches. Mm. So yeah. you could take that and realize that in a very conservative county in a conservative state that the country watches, if you're doing this here where people might say, oh, you don't need to do something like right. that. right but you did it and you had great success, mm-hmm. that's incredibly motivating. And I hope other states will take notice and other people will go, wait, we can do that. Yeah. Wait, we can franchise. We can can you imagine? Local Illinois. Take it to Gardendale. Local Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, I'm going big. We're going across the country. Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Local Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm just saying. So let me big ask. Dreams. So we're supposed to be a very conservative state, very red state, very conservative mm-hmm. people. So did the elections last night say that we're very conservative mm. where is anybody disappointed is anybody surprised um i'm surprised i was a little in it and then this surprised. was my question i've been in it longer than most people in politics help trying to help this person trying to help person and i was thinking about my radio show and, and thinking about all the other things that might uh spin off from all this stuff and um there was a lot of pressure those last couple of days a lot of people calling and saying hey who are you for who are you for and i say mm. look I'm, I'm trying to avoid i don't usually try to say this person or that person. And then on the last day or the day before the last day, I said, look, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but this is who I am for. And this is why. Did you say and that on air? I did say it on okay. air. So, but it, it just causes like when those people don't win, there's times when you're like, man, what do, what do you have to do? Why can't people see this? How, how did I, how did I miss mm-hmm. this? How disconnected mm-hmm. can we be? And, and I hope everybody does great. Kay Ivey is a great example. She got fifty, almost 56% of the vote, wins without a runoff. She has everything right before us. She can be a, she can be a, just an unbelievable governor that fixes all kinds of problems. She has all sorts of capabilities just right there in her lap. Mm-hmm. But if I went out and asked Alabamians, any of the 56% who voted for her, okay, what is it she's going to do? Is she for... School reform? Is she for, you know, parental choice in school? What What is she going to do? What is her vision? Mm-hmm. And my guess is no one knows mm-hmm. because Alabama is still in that place. If if our governor is not has not been indicted, they're we're, doing a pretty good job. Really now, and, I, and I don't really mean that as a, as a cut. I like her personally. Right. She, she's nice. But we really kind of say, well, you know, it's it's going pretty well. It's KIV is such an enigma to me because she somehow looks really good. Like she doesn't do much herself. She's very quick to take on the credit for what the legislature does. Right. Um, for what Scott Harris or other people do. And somehow she gets or avoid it. 
if it's bad. Right. The legislature did that. I didn't have anything to do with it. And right. then it's she plays the oh, game I did it. very, she very knows well. knows how to do that. And if she actually ran or yeah, ran the state like she campaigns and gets on TV, she would be amazing. Yeah. But she doesn't. But most people don't see it. You know, they're happy. So her commercials don't match. Yeah. Because I don't know that she's that great of a campaigner either. I think her commercials are great. I mean, did we really see it, her go anywhere? But, it, but yeah. in person, she's not like people are like, man, she is dynamic. Mm-mm. She has some really good marketers mm-hmm. and PR people working for her. That race surprised me. I really thought that race was going to a runoff. I, I think they kind of panicked a little bit the last couple of weeks and poured a lot of resources in. But if you look at her race, she performed about 10 points better than mm-hmm. people thought she would. Then in the United States Senate race, Katie Britt performs about 10 to 12 points better than people thought she would. Yeah. Is that a function of they both had this same great turnout machine that made sure their people turn out? Or is it a function that, um, you know, I mean, we we literally almost had a runoff or could have had a runoff between Kay Ivey and Lindy mm-hmm. and then could have had the front runner for the United States Senate. We could have had all the three top spots would all be women. Wow. Ooh, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't either. I mean, I think it probably for both races, they for Kay Ivey, for sure they poured resources into it and for sure they saw that momentum was shifting and people really were upset with her. Right. Um, which is why she went hot and heavy with those. I am the most conservative person right. ever. And she ads. fought. She she ran against Joe Biden. Yes. Right? All of her challengers ran against her. Yes. But I wonder, not very I wonder well. if any of the challengers should have run a little bit more against Joe Biden. That's a good thought. I think for people like us that are informed and in kind of the political world, mm-hmm. we understand that that was. Stupid. You're about to be the governor or you're running to be the governor again of Alabama. You're not running against Joe Biden. Right. But it works. But the general public, they see Joe Biden as the enemy for the Mm -hmm. past few years. So Mm -hmm. maybe that is a strategy. But I don't know. I was really disappointed in some of the campaigns like Lindy and Tim and Lou. Something wasn't right. I mean, Lindy Blanchard poured $11 million. Did she really? Is that what the total was? $11 million? And her return on investment per vote is very low. And she, you know, 19.24%. We can't even, and, and then Tim probably spent $6 million. So $17 million against Kay Ivey, and we can't even get her to a runoff. Right. So I don't know if it's a function of, of course, my mind, because I've gotten so cynical in my old age and being in Alabama politics or just politics in general, I'm like, this was the cross vote. I want to say that some Democrats came over and voted. I would agree with that. And just chose, because if you're a Democrat, you really, there are only certain districts you can win in. So we have open vote for the primary. Mm-hmm. And the only only prohibition is if you vote in the primary on the Republican side, you can't cross over and vote in the Democrat runoff. Right. That's the only thing. You have thing. to stick with that runoff. But in Alabama, why wouldn't you? I mean, why wouldn't if if you're a Democrat, wouldn't you want Kay Ivey, who most general public doesn't see it, but those of us that know, she's really not a conservative, right? Or she 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 will take credit for conservative right. things and say I am a conservative, but she doesn't govern. She doesn't lead that she way. She doesn't lead. Right. She's I, very reactive. Right. She's not proactive. The way I explained it was, if I was governor, heaven forbid. Um, there there are things that the legislature passes that everyone knows Scott's going to sign that. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't matter if I, you know, you can just write it on a rock. Oh yeah. Scott, Scott will, Scott Beeson will do that. How many times has the legislature passed something? And we've all said, man, we hope governor Avenue signs this, Mm -hmm. which tells us we don't really know. We're not a hundred percent sure. And, so that's one of my things, but I don't want to say, well, the people of the state messed up. I, re- I respect them. So I'm just trying to figure out exactly what it was that that made her get 56%. And were there a number of Democrats voting? The conservatives have tried to change to party registration mm-hmm. in the state 
for years, and it's always the establishment that says, mm, "No, we can't do yeah. that. We know we don't need to do that. They that would be it. horrible." Well, I think there's times where they know that they have the money and the resources to reach out and say, "We need we need a little crossover mm-hmm. here." Yeah. Now, but I don't know that that happens because right. I haven't seen the exit polls. Right. But you start looking at the numbers of who voted in the Democrat primary, who voted in the Republican primary. It's overwhelming the Republican side. So, I mean, was there some of that? I don't know. I don't know yet. And it's hard to find it. It's very, very difficult in Alabama Mm -hmm. to find even who wins what races with the percentages Mm. in the regular media. Well, and I think that's why it's important to continue looking into election integrity, despite the fact that we were Mm -hmm. told that we have pristine elections and we don't Mm -hmm. have any problems. Right. Um, I also think that's why we need to continue to ask for – our legislator to make sure that they pass the party registration. I mean, literally, has it not been going on for 20 years now? I mean, that we've, you guys have asked for that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, it is. is forever that that yes, has probably been. probably at least 20 years. That's been on the, on the, one but, of the topics. And, and you don't know if people are serious. So then if we're serious about wanting that, if we're serious about mm-hmm. not wanting Democrats voting or vice versa, mm-hmm. then we really need to push for and ask for that, and that might be the first thing we request. Mm-hmm. Is that let's have party Double's registration? Double's advocate, yeah. though, because if I'm not really married to a party, correct? So I am an issues-based voter. Mm-hmm. I mean, Devil's Advocate says, mm-hmm. "Well, what if that comes down to you know you don't have any good Republican candidates, and there's a Democratic candidate mm-hmm. that represents your values more?" I mean, I would totally vote for the Democrat. If so you would go over the no, but we're talking about pri- party registration only applies to which primary you vote in. So, like when you go in tomorrow, or you went in yesterday, and you said, "I'm going to vote on the Republican side." Right. You just you say that and state that ahead of time. Right. So you know, I'm going to vote the Republican primary in six months when the primary comes, because it doesn't but really. But what if keep, it? Ch- I mean. But if it changes, you would have to change your party registration. If you decided, I'm going to vote in the Democrat primary, you would have to do that sometime before the whole election process gets started. Right. So you can kind of say. And people, I think, often conflate the primary elections with the elections in November. I had a a number of people say, I just don't think it's right. I think I ought to be able to vote in both. I'm like, these are are party functions. You're not really electing someone – that's in November. You're deciding between all the candidates in November, but in the primary, you're just picking who the Republican will be or who the Democrat will be. I think we need government civics 101. I cannot believe how many people, like smart, educated people, <laughs> that don't know these basic things. I don't, I don't know if I've just taken for granted. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you're always learning the details right. and how it all works, but I'm like, you know what a primary, like, no, I think a lot of people Everybody don't know. Everybody was like, and why weren't there any fault. Democrats on the ballot? Right. Ugh, you know, it's just really sad. We right. probably should talk about that at some point. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's a podcast. A whole podcast. Yeah. Maybe yeah, so. Truly. And we could start with the, um, you know, I'm only a bill. <laughs> <laughs> Capitol Hill. Yeah. Absolutely. So what was the biggest surprise other than in, in the governor's race, other than the governor winning with 55, 56%? Um Anybody who did not perform as well as you thought? I mean, Tim James mm-hmm. fell quite a bit. Um, I thought he was supposed to be on the verge of forcing the runoff. Now, I know every candidate says, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in second or I'm in third or we're, yeah. we're right there. We're doing great. But I really kind of thought that was what was going on. But Lindy Blanchard spent a yeah. ton of money the last weekend, yeah. which I think did bump her up. I think it mm-hmm. did. A little bit. Yeah. It's like Tim had a ceiling mm-hmm. somewhere along the way and just couldn't get past it. Right. And what was the problem there? Was it because he is a former governor's son? Is it because he ran before? Is it because what he said was his message not good? It was a very pro-God, pro-family yeah. Solid, take a stand kind of thing that you would think would you you would think that would reverberate in in Alabama. Lou Burdett, Lou campaigned everywhere. A lot of people were like, "Oh no, he's he he will definitely make the runoff," and he ends up with six and a half percent. I think the overall breakdown is a surprise. Um, If you're looking just at Republican numbers, I think that I would have put Tim ahead of Lindy. 
but mm-hmm. I'm happy for her that she did as well as she did. I am too. And I, but I want to back up because something that Allison said, I think is very important. And that is even on the level of, of school board, which is a very important position is people get stuck and locked into thinking that once they've been elected, that that's their seat and that's their place. Mm-hmm. And they are offended that somebody wants to run against them Mm -hmm. rather than saying it's time for a new perspective. And it's not against the person. It's coming against that issue. We need a different perspective. And I love that because I think people get very like, this is mine, Mm -hmm. you know, which is why I think we continue to vote for people that we know over people that we don't. Right. Right. Um, And so for Tim, I think his issue is that people did want to vote for him they do like him, but I think the way that he got started was flat, mm. and I think it was a little slow. Um, Meredith, who is keeps the world running at API, and I were talking earlier, and she said, you know, can you imagine if, and this is not just about governors, this is about the whole kit and caboodle, if people were to lay out a vision of what could be and get people to dream about what could be instead of just looking to Florida lay it out in specific terms of what that would look like in Alabama, mm-hmm. but from the very beginning and not start slow and not start sweet. But how would you get people to do it? I mean, if we, if we three got together and we said, all right, yeah. here's the vision. And it's something that most Alabamians we would think would be for it. Mm-hmm. And we, when we started to float this thing out, it would be considered slow no matter what, I, you know, what would, it could be. What would we do? It could be, but I think it's the way that you come out of the gate. Okay. I think it's the way you tip off the ball. I think it's the way that you, you're opening drive. Okay. It's all of those things. And I think for him, and he's somebody that I like and I respect, I, I really am proud of all of them because it's hard to run for office. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Um, but I think that when the first campaign um, speeches were made and whatever, I, I kind of was left wanting more with, with several people that were running. I think you have to start out hot and you have to okay. stay hot. And I think you have to maintain that. And that's the whole key. But the other issue I believe is connecting the dots for people in an election. This is how it's going to affect your life. Can you imagine your paycheck with X more dollars? Can you imagine going right, to right, the okay. gas pump and okay. you have 51 cents more? So that means you can get six more gallons without it truly affecting your wallet. Now that I think is wallet. a brilliant, brilliant if point. If you go to the grocery store and you paid $167.55, can you imagine if there wasn't a grocery tax and you paid $127? Making it personal. And you make it personal. Nobody made it personal. Mm-hmm. We speak in superlatives That's and ideas instead of connecting the dots on a day-to-day level. And nobody can... Okay, well, I'm going to vote for them because they're nice. Right. No, you make a really, really good point because when I hear um, gas tax, I'm always flustered that I'm like, yeah, because here I am. I'm watching the numbers go. That's tax. That's tax. That's that's two or three dollars. And I was here last week and I was here the week before and I was here the week before. And that's like 20. And that means I can't take my kids out to get something to eat or that's I can't. That's a, that's a huge, you do it all year long, and that might be Christmas for a family. Yes. That you just, and in and, and saying, hey, I want you to buy your kids Christmas, buy your little girl Christmas mm. instead of paying Kay Ivy's gas tax. Mm. Now, that would be strong, that, would it not? That That's emotional. That gets to your heartstrings. Your little girl's mm-hmm. going without Christmas because of Kay right. Ivy. I mean, it really is true, though, because they yeah. have all these little taxes. They take a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, and they think it's their money. Or if 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 they said because all these candidates were saying why didn't we give some of it back, the state had all this money, right? Everybody's struggling. Why didn't we give it back? And they could have given real numbers. It made made another campaign say no 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 that wouldn't be worth two hundred dollars. That would be worth one hundred eighty seven. Oh okay, you're right, one hundred eighty seven dollars. Right. That, I feel like they that, all... that is that I just I'm blown away by that. So smart. She is so smart. She's and so she knows which lipstick and what the other <laughs> people need. This is fascinating. Listen, no, and I want to hear what y'all are saying, but I think it's important to make sure that when we're, when I want to reiterate this because we're Southern and we love each other, but we are coming against the problem of running for office, not the people. Because right. the people are worthy of our respect. They put themselves and out there. And they worked hard. Put they did a great job. So please understand what I'm saying that I really respect all of the people that ran, but those are just my right after the election thoughts of how whoever runs next time 
could possibly do a better yeah. job. But aren't the people who who see it all the time, talk about it all the time, those of us who are who watch it all the time, we kind of see it as from a policy standpoint, a white paper standpoint. Well, that makes perfect sense. That's what you should do. That's yeah. a better policy. It's better for families. They will be able. But but you're right. No one put it in that. How does it make a difference? For you. Bottom line, nobody sold themselves as being worthy of the people taking a chance on. Right. And mm-hmm. they couldn't sell it. Yeah. And I think some of it's personality. I think some of it's the past. I think some of it's just delivery and getting out the message, right. um, which is so disappointing. And I the really, governor was able to just do the basement campaign that Biden machine. did. I mean, yeah. she really didn't have would to go with realize- it. Mean, what's her vision? <laughs> I mean, what, 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 what did she say uh, that she's going to be? Make it long enough to pass it off to Will Ainsworth. Well, is that the, I mean, is that the plan? That, I, I, I think so. I mean. That's a response. We don't know what her thought is. Right. We don't know what we her don't plan know. is. I really just don't see her I know she's a high making stepper. it through four years. I mean, she can barely give a speech for two but, minutes. And that's right. why she never really got out. No. She wouldn't come our forum she never came to anything um i mean she people that go watch her like she gets on stage and she talks for two or three minutes and has to sit down like i i don't think she's very healthy um and i know she's had mm-hmm. issues with lung cancer in the past and I, you know I, I i'm not wishing that on her but i'm just saying to be and she's old yeah older <laughs> sorry okay she's the right. oldest governor i mean so, like, what, she's 78? Yes. So, I'm just being realistic. Um, but from a, from a strategic standpoint, if you were her consultant, you would say, no debates. No. Yeah. They were geniuses. We'll keep, you don't we'll put her great out there. TV ads. And keep yeah. wearing red and white because you look fantastic. Yeah, some right, nights she had right. great good she had lipstick. Good lipstick. I loved her, her lipstick. What was the, the palette? Yeah. Her eyeshadow palette was perfect. It was, right. it was you know. No, it wasn't perfect. It, but her lipstick was good. I'm just trying to be a part of the crowd. Eyeshadow. Don't be correcting me. No, you know, it's okay, she it's puts okay. on that red Join lipstick and it looks good. And she's so cute. Like, she really is She's a doll. I mean, anybody who liked her couldn't tell you a lick about her policies, but they could tell you she was cute and they wanted to hug her. She's like Meemaw. She is. And I don't know why she is. Why do they act insulted by Meemaw? owned that. Yeah. She did. And her campaign So well played, guys. Yeah. No, they did great. Well played. Whoever called the shots did a great job. So. Unless the Democrats came over and gave her the. No, they still did a great job. <laughs> they did a really I mean, good job. It's still, credit where credit's it's still. due. All right, U.S. Senate race. How did we get mm. there? I did not see that one coming. I, no, I did not. I did not. You didn't see, see. You saw the runoff. I, I. Okay, I did see the runoff, but I did not see Katie Britt getting almost forty-five percent. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? I mean that. I was at an event this weekend, and I'll have to tell you that people there were very fired up for Katie Britt. Really? Yes. And these what were statewide people. They were from all over the state, and right. they were just excited about her. I mean, really? she's young, and she's she is funky, young. and she's cute. And Has she, cute kids and a cute family. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people love Wesley. Um, everybody, that, yeah, I mean, and yeah. he's super nice. Actually. They are very, very nice. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out exactly I think what that it was a here. woman— she could articulate Why do herself. So many passes. We gotta give y'all bonus points. Well, we That's, should. No, don't, it's not don't fair give us bonus anymore. Points. She should look. No, don't give us anything because we're women. No, but I think she's energetic. I think right. that's what was lacking in the governor's race was that energy and that personality yes. okay. and that fire. That's it. Okay. Um, sometimes it's a little too energetic. It feels very monologue on a stage, but people eat that up, um, and they they like that energy that emotion um i just didn't see her getting to 44 percent, but she did and obviously maybe what we're learning is that alabama is way more establishment than we thought than we thought historically establishment has been a 28 to 35 percent that you could count on and now that looks like it's they just got 56 and 44 mm -hmm. percent Mm-hmm. So, do you think that because Mo shot back in it, y'all? Do you think this means? I mean, because that's kind of nuts. I'm so what? impressed right. with Mo. I am too. Huh. Like I'm he did such a good job. 
Well, he stayed on message, and he, and he was around he long enough for, let's be honest, for, okay, I'm not going to say it's the Brit people or the Durant people, but they're uh, supporters from abroad <laughs> who <laughs> began to like bash that. each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Mo was just keeping on, trying keeping his head down. Yeah. And and so when people started bringing up these things about the Durant record or whatever, they naturally kind of went back to Mo where they were before when Durant started in the campaign that looked like his job at that time was to take out Mo. Mm-hmm. And then, then you have the question, did somebody look out and say, okay, wait a minute, did, did Mitch McConnell, who is – clearly supportive of the Brit campaign, which I don't think Alabamians know that or realize that, but it's he put at least two million in mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. Is for one of those packs, one of those friends from abroad again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's interesting how he kind of made it back, but he's still not made it back to the the uh, percentage points that he had before all the attacks against him. I mean, you know, they were literally running ads saying he was what on the side of ISIS and yeah. and Nancy Pelosi. Yes, and because that was very believable, uh, right? Mm-hmm. But people believed it. They did. And it drove his numbers in the ground. So what are we going to see in the runoff? Is it going to be? Oh, it, it may is be game he, on. And he and is he going to have the resources to go against Brit, who just has money rolling in from no anywhere and be everywhere. An issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't have nearly the money, but I feel like there's a base there that's super fired up. And I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but when he lost the Trump endorsement, I thought that might be the best thing that could ever happen for him. Really? Because a lot of people thought he was he's done now. Well, and I think, I mean, the polls showed it did. I can't imagine that he thought he wasn't done. I mean, I don't know if he ever said that, but like, but what I saw was apathy on his part, apathy on his basis part. Oh, we're going to ride, you know, we're at 44%. We're going to ride the Trump train in. And there wasn't a lot of enthusiasm. And he lost that endorsement. And it's like his base just energized. And after he regrouped, I mean, he started coming out. He started engaging more. And Did I Did he mean, shake people's hands? He sh- <laughs> <laughs> barely never shook my husband's hand but he'll work on that we're gonna work on that right um but you know it's like it it's the kick he needed mm-hmm. and somehow and and i just kept thinking i'm like i would love to be in donald trump's head this morning like i kind of secretly love that he came back and made that runoff like i i appreciate trump stories mm-hmm. and i appreciate all he's done but he overplayed his hand and Mr. Kingmaker, Mr. Chess, um, just got outplayed by the people of Alabama, and I kind of love it. Um, so it's going to be an interesting runoff. As far as Mike Durant, he might be the winner because <laughs> he doesn't have to go to Washington. He doesn't have to go to Washington, <laughs> right? Right. And and honestly, that's the great thing about him or someone that's outside of politics. He has a great life to go back to. He has six kids and a great wife and and his family and this business and, and a big place in Colorado or something. And right? a big place in Colorado that I hope he goes and he just spends all his time. I mean, he was ready to retire. And so maybe maybe he is the jokes on us. Did y'all see the video the from the television station where they interviewed him? No. Durant. He was hot. Was about this? about it was yesterday or the Last day before okay. I think, and something about he said if uh, he doesn't make the runoff he was going to support Mo Brooks because what the Brit supporters or campaign yeah. did did to him. Did you watch his speech last night? No, I from, didn't. What he said? It was really good. It was basically that it was. I've learned a lot. This whole process is disgusting. <laughs> Um, we could have told him that. He should have came to the show and we would have told him. I think you hear it. It's another thing to experience yes. it. And it was very much like good people can't win in Alabama. They can't right. win in the United States. It is literally this machine that you're up against. And and stupid stuff. Like you brought up his house in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Since when is it against the conservative I know. platform I agree. to grow a business? To make right. money, to participate mm-hmm. in free market. And you can say, well, he was a government contractor. Somebody has to service the helicopters right. and the planes. Right. So right. why not be him? You know, it's like, 
I, I don't know, is is this whole campaign, I feel like, with the turnout, which was not statistically low compared to other years, but I would have thought after 2020 it would have been higher. But I think it's because of all this negative campaigning. Mm-hmm. People don't want to be in politics. They, they're like, whatever, all these people are stupid because, you know, and then you've got like Deborah Jones, who I mean, I know we're not at the Supreme Court, but she's going after Greg Cook for going to Harvard and being a liberal. I'm I like, saw that right. one. I thought it was ridiculous. That's just stupid. Pick something that's real. Mm-hmm. But Neil Gorsuch, Ted Cruz. Right. Who else went to Harvard? I mean, some solid conservative. Mm-hmm. Three or four solid conservatives. Yeah. Now, statistically, you're probably a crazy train. Yeah, but, but just because, I mean, but, but, but you got into Harvard. But, yeah, but hey. it doesn't. Yeah. But but I get your point. But but doesn't don't they do these things kind of take to take it advantage to? Like um, Durant was an Alabama hero. I'm like, you're not from here. So, but I'm not either. But, well, I know that, but you're not running as an Alabama hero. Yet? He never ran as an Alabama hero. He ran as a, a hero a from hero. Alabama. No, no Al- I thought it said Alabama hero. I mean, but I, I, but I'm not attacking him for it. I, I'm glad that. But everything gets kind of stretched a little bit. But oh, but I agree it's with why you. Mo is, where you is live, leading ISIS. Exactly. Yeah. And he voted with Nancy Pelosi because somewhere they both voted on a, a budget thing yeah. for the Defense Department. Those things is what really causes people to kind of have a bad taste in their mouth for. For campaigns, mm-hmm. and and I can understand why Durant is upset. That's why I didn't bash him on the comments about the gun control thing, mm-hmm. because when you read that in context, you're like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. We talked mm-hmm. about it on my show, but it was funny because I thought the worst comment was, "Hey, we need more foreign workers." So yeah. when you get foreign workers, you yeah. drive the prices down. Because if we drive the wages down, then the product won't cost as much. And then the poor people can buy stuff. I'm like, but you fired them over here. They don't <laughs> even have a job. Yeah. It, it, those kinds yeah. of things. And being upset that Republicans weren't for hiring more foreign workers because their base was against it. I'm like, that. But I think- the base is against. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to do what the base wants. Yeah. Yeah. But I can see it. You know, you can make the economic argument. I did a whole thing on economics and you still have to have morality and how it affects the, your society when you're making these decisions. So I think there were things that were fair, but he did just, they just ripped him mm-hmm. up and down. And it was rough. I had mail piece after mail piece after mail piece saying how bad he was. So I can understand why he's, why he's upset. Clearly, yeah. clearly. I think after a while when people are listening to the ads, for example, and they're, they're trying to, it's like seven people are shouting at once. That's exactly it. And you're left in the middle like, well, I guess I'm just going to go with who I like after all. Right. So none of the money they spent matters because you, they all drown each other out. If you can have enough to drown somebody out. If you can have enough, right. that's but right. But you look at the candidates in some statewide offices, The ga- it, it is almost, if you look at the congressional races, like the one in the Huntsville area, and you look mm-hmm. at some of the statewide races down by it, I bet you the order that the candidates came in mm-hmm. is directly related to how much money they spent on television yes. and or radio. Mm. So if you spent the most, you were, you're in first. If you spent the fourth most, you're... And fourth, I just about bet you it's almost lines so sad up sad to me completely. It really. And then is. how? So was there anyone who possibly did worse because their ad was so bad? Oh, I saw some bad ones. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Or what was the worst ad of the? Did you remember? Oh, I mean, are we allowed to say <laughs> that? Which one I mean, they gonna, paid somebody to do these which ads. Are you gonna say? I'm thinking of, and I think it only went out in Huntsville. This was my favorite, and it was just a mailer that Katie Britt's campaign did. Okay. So this is not the worst. This is the best. This is the best. And if I, I've got a picture of it on my phone, I might have to put it in the show notes. And if anybody saw this or has this flyer, please send it to me because it didn't come to my house. Did y'all see the Three Stooges one of? of no. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's like. Moe's face imposed on one of the three stooges okay. with like, you know, the hair. And then it's Mike's face right next to him with like a, like some sort of, it is the funniest thing. Who's the third one? Well, there's not, it just says these stooges. It doesn't say three stooges. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
That's good. I wish I had it. Y'all would die. My hat's <laughs> off to the Brit campaign because it was hysterical. And it was it was kind of the same vein as the one, the um, Durant Elvis impersonator one that was so funny. I didn't, Did get, the, I didn't that? get that one either. No, what is that one? Allison, y'all, we're I not as important as you are. No, I wish I had saved him and made like a little folder for when I was sad because... <laughs> And then there was one of Mike Durant skiing down a ski slope. Did y'all not get these? No. And his head is superimposed on this sphere no, on this that has big, like. I have that one. He has I like perfect form. Right. And, and, probably the head, have and the that. face is just on the body. Yes. If you're listening, some send it. Chris yeah, ripped him up before. ProtonMail.com. Yeah. Send it to me because it is so funny. But the worst one. I don't know. I still don't know what a high stepper is. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, I we lived in Florida for a time. So is that like, are you high stepping over a gator? Like, I don't know. Right. Uh, I, are you in the drum line? Is that what you? Because like, I keep saying that. No step for a high stepper. Yeah, or something I like picture that. that like the I guy. Would, that yeah, does like that. I, I have no I always, idea. I always heard it. No, hill, no it hill for a goat, but you know, that, I'm looking it I, up. That guys. may be more rural than uh, look it up than the governor. Okay, what do you think was the worst one? And he's in the runoff. Maybe Odin. Yes, Toten, the Toten Odin. Odin. Me too. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that was ridiculous. No, but but to to your point though, you were talking about so many ads, so many things out there. How do you make your ad stand out where people go? Oh, I remember that. We well, do remember it. We're talking about Toten Odin. So Everyone he was good. What does it mean? Oh, shoot. it is the a spirited horse that moves with a high step. Hmm. She's, she's a, the opposite she's of a, a spirited, spirited horse. horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna she's double. I'm gonna about, double up. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, that's I don't, all it means. I don't know Alabamians. I've just never heard people in Alabama say something about this no step for a high step or whatever. There's no step too high for a high stepper. Yes. That's, Everyone. that's not one of our colloquialisms. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That they reached out and found something that no one around here says. But it kind of fit the whole image, and they and they ran with it because no hill for a but goat look at would that. not sound what. Look up popularity on Merriam-Webster is top eight percent of words. So clearly, her ad got around. No, yes. she. There's no way. There, There's no way for no. people looking up high stepper that much unless you're in Alabama and you're all are and looking when she does a commercial. Going, what high what are is? they saying? Yes, I don't know. That's I'm not a phrase we says. use, is it? No, I have right. never used that phrase in my right. life. But neither one of y'all from around here. Well, you're I closer. I still think that's better here. <laughs> when I, I was born such in a, a fence. Toten, wonderful Oden. place. Do you know what I thought he said at first? Toden. Oh, Toden. Token. <laughs> Odin. He would have won without the runoff. <laughs> and so now every time I hear it, I. <laughs> yeah. Hire well, us to do your campaign commercials. <laughs> right. But like, I bet him and yeah. Dave Thomas hang out. <laughs> I, don't know. I bet they do. What did Dave end up getting? In the uh, governor's race? Point, point four, four, four. Guys, he got 2879 votes. You, you know who I'm also That's surprised about? That's more than about? zero. And then we got to move on. I think we've been talking for like we've an gotta hour. I know. We've got to go. Dean Odell was 1.79%. You thought that was too low? I mean, his supporters are very passionate and very and they were vocal. at every function. And they, they were at that debate everywhere. we did. Yes, they were everywhere. There were signs everywhere. So what was the problem with him? The things he says make sense. No words. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, besides the flat earth. I think the flat earth. Well, I mean, I've never I, been to Antarctica. Have y'all walked across Antarctica? You know what we know. haven't? And, and I can't verify that, but mm -hmm. I think in Alabama... Mm -hmm. Here again, know where you are. That theory is going to. <laughs> where does the theory work? Yeah, what is it? Know where you are. Votes. Does it work no, in no, Hershey, no. Pennsylvania? Works I in mean, Tennessee. You're in the buckle of the Bible Belt. <laughs> totally works in Tennessee. <laughs> it does work in Tennessee. Go to Tennessee. Right, right. You're in the buckle of the Bible Belt. Mm -hmm. He right? uses the Bible to support his and argument. And I know that he uses the Bible, and I know he's written a book. Mm -hmm. Okay, I recognize that. And I know that. we've been lied to before, so we have I'm, been I'm, I'm in a little bit before, of a quandary. But my only theory uh -huh. as to why he only received 11,720 is votes is that. Because I think for people who do read their Bible and they have seen pictures of the earth from space. Right, but we don't know they really went But to we space. don't know that they really went to space or put a flag on the moon. I mean, like, right. who knows for sure? I think that possibly could be why he didn't do as well 
as you thought he would because he's an amazing communicator. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. knows the issues. Mm-hmm. He's very friendly, and he's his supporters very are very passionate. But I, I told Chris, I said that would be where I'd have a hiccup. Is I don't know if I can go there with you. Kind of yeah, like Mitt if Romney I said, hey, have you heard that guy? Which guy is this? Is Odell? And I said, which which one is this Odell? Right? Everybody and you, said. And, and you said. Flat Earth. That's the flat Earth guy. And then they're like, oh, oh I don't know who okay. he is, but I've heard about that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then there's just the issue of name ID. You know, you, you're you a pastor in Auburn. You come out of nowhere. Not impossible. Right. But, you have to have tremendous amounts yeah. of money yeah. to do that. All right. Steve Marshall and moving on. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Is there any is there any other race no. that's interesting? Yes. There's so many that are interesting. We got to keep going. Okay. Let's go. Um, Secretary of State. Okay. Wait, you're going out of order. Okay. But. I just wanted to say Greg Cook and Deborah Jones, that was an interesting one at the very end, especially Deborah Jones got a million and a half dollars from the trial lawyers. I saw Mm -hmm. that. Um, Now, was that because she is a big pro trial lawyer or because Cook was the business community guy? I I, I don't know. And they just said, well, we'll be for the other person. I don't know. I I just. Can't we just elect people that aren't somebody's guy? I'm think, not saying that Cook is because that's you know we need to reform the way I don't know if Supreme Court um, in Alabama if those places should be filled by election it just lends itself to corruption. What? I'm just not listening. Oh, your eyes got really <laughs> mm-hmm. big. Because the other option is have somebody appoint them. I mean that's the way they do it on the Supreme Court. Yeah, Supreme Court. works out great. Well, At I least mean, now know, we can get now, rid of you. If you just really are terrible, well, I mean, we can that's get true, rid of But you. I think it's a discussion because, right. you know, part of it at the end, it was like, well, Deborah Jones is just going to work for the trial. It just lends itself to being able to manipulate right. the system. Right now, it's legal, mm-hmm. and that's the way they can do it. But Greg Cook won 55 to 44. Secretary of State, I'm surprised Wes Allen got as much as he did. I really thought Jim was going to win without a runoff. Mm. I don't know why I thought that. What were the percentages? Uh, Jim 42, Wes 39, Christian Horn. That's very, very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard a number of people say Christian Horn did the best job at giving presentations talks and, and really? talks and speeches. Never yes. heard him. He got 9%, Ed Packard 7. And then what, Sorrell and Cook are headed to? A runoff. What were the numbers in that? What were the percentages in that? 39 and 32. That's amazing. And my friend, mm-hmm. Rusty Glover, who served in the legislature, valiantly and honorably. 27? 27. Yeah. He did send me a thing this morning and said everywhere there wasn't a television station, he won. Because <laughs> he didn't have money for TV. Mm-hmm. So where you had wow. to get out there and talk to people and go to all the events and all that kind of stuff, yeah. he won those counties. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's part of my theory on could we rank all the candidates based on how That's much media they were able to buy. That's that's a great deep dive. Because we right don't. There. I mean, you think about it. Do we ever go? Is there ever a, a function in our little town, our little city that says, hey, let's go. Let's really go hear these people. Because I've been to these things. Y'all have been to these mm-hmm. things. It's almost always there's 15 citizens and 55 candidates. Yep. And 55 candidates, supporters. and 50, So did you it's change an any? You, yeah, you didn't change yeah. anybody's mm-hmm. mind. And there's a 1,000 people within 500 yards of the the civic complex. But nobody's paying attention. And nobody paid any attention. <laughs> Can you imagine if we did absolutely nothing and just handed people a ballot on Election Day and said, okay, go pick, you know, all these races? What would happen if you didn't know anything about anybody and you still, you voted compared that to what we have now, would there be much of a difference? You would have to have the coolest name. Okay. You, said, you see what I'm saying? No, that's exactly it. Right. And, 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 and he's a nice guy and has done a good job at, at the places he's been. But young Boozer is going to win. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Is he not? Yeah, he's going to win. Says Token Odin. <laughs> <laughs> They're friends. I'm, d- I'm just really? telling you, because unless you have that weirdly astute political friend that you can call and ask right. what's yeah. going on. Right. You might as well just show up and fill them in. So when your friends Good call luck. and ask you about the judges, yeah, what do y'all say? I, like like county judges. Now you might have known because you're doing local. Yeah, but I've even never, as involved as yeah. I've been, I'm like, I don't know who that's, those people. That's are. Yeah, no, I feel the same. So now that's I don't so even bad. know. Yeah. Hey, you know what is important though is 
this public service commission, these races, New which York. I've say never that. paid attention to. Yes. But holy cow, talk about potential corruption mm -hmm. and potential huge impact on your pocketbook. Mm -hmm. Yep. Your utilities. I mean, I still don't even really know. They, they, they work the contracts with utilities. They're, so, they're supposed to review the cost that utilities are incurring and they, they help set the rates and they and say, they okay, you're charging enough. You're not charging enough. Yes. You can have a price increase. You can't, yeah. but they're also involved. If you got, um, very liberal people in there, which are always being run by some of these outside organizations, those folks come in and start saying, Oh, well, a certain percentage of your power needs to be produced by, you know, uh, turtles that like. are blowing on windmills and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So you end up with this, <laughs> So then the cost goes up for regular citizens. I don't know. It just seems yeah. they're not that fast. But you know what I went to? Remember when Kay Ivey called the legislature a herd of turtles? Yes. And then my brain just went to all the legislators. <laughs> okay. But Sorry. really, they, they can mess things up badly, and, and no one pays attention to those races. So uh, those yeah. are maybe those are some we'll talk about before we get to the runoff. Oh, yeah. Really important. Because some of those, yeah. I, know, I know the incumbents who are forced into runoffs, but I don't really know the challengers that much. You know what? We need to talk about that. We do. Here's what here's what we could do at the same time when we do that podcast is we can talk about civics mm -hmm. and do a basic rundown and explain or remind. Right. Because some yeah, people would be it, like, it, oh, yeah, that's how offended, it works. Because I say it wrong sometimes because I'm like, there are people who don't know, but... We don't I'm, know. I'm, we don't know. It's we really okay don't know. It's okay for people not to know. You right. don't know. Exactly. You're living your life. We learned this in fourth and fifth grade. Right. And we learned the and song when we were five. And chances are teacher didn't know the answer either and told us wrong. It's okay to say I don't know. So <laughs> right. we're going to just have a little reminder, a right. refresher course. Yeah. before that's good. And then go through. Because I'm a little nervous. The, the runoff is June 21st. Yeah. And lots of people are on vacation. Mm -hmm. I'm on vacation. I'm going to have to plan to get absentee ballots for myself, make sure my son does, make sure my husband does. It gets a little, I, I'm a little nervous, and we need to bring some awareness to that mm -hmm. and go through some of these. Um, there were some surprises in the state Senate races and the House races. Well, I don't know if we have time to do those. We're at the hour mark. I know, but I want to talk about. Well, them. give us the biggest. Give us the big ones that you want to talk about. Well, I think um, surely you have some too. Close to us, um, the Brian Christine Dan Roberts race for Senate District Fifteen. Um, Dan Roberts won fifty nine percent to forty percent to Brian Christine. Brian Christine poured his heart and soul into that race and. Um, and spent a lot of time, but the power of incumbency. And Dan Roberts is a great senator, solid conservative vote. And um, you had two very different personalities. Mm -hmm. They're very different. Yep. So it's kind of interesting. Yep. Um, let's see. You know, but I'm just looking specifically at their race, and I'm surprised at just how few people voted in that race. We're that, talking 20,177 people. Right. That's it. I saw a house race that was like a thousand votes for yeah. one guy and 400 for the other. Yeah. That's just amazing. Tom Watley might lose. He's down by a literal four votes in wow. district 27 to Jay Hovey. And apparently there are 65 provisional ballots left to be counted. Wow. Um, that's going to be interesting. Mike Jones lost. Did he really? Yes. Josh Carnley. What did Mike Jones do? Was he the sponsor oh, of the wow. gas tax or something? And he was the one that was at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the oh, scorecard. Oh, yes. I remember that. I hope Carnley's more conservative. I, I don't do know. too. But we'll have to check in yeah. on him. Um, let's see. Maurice McCainy, Philip Pettis ended up beating him, but it was really close. Any of those? Because now I'm in the rep representative districts. Do you have any sense? No, I don't. I don't. Are you just trying to hurry up? Are you trying to get me to stop talking? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Um, Ernie Yarbrough beat Francie Robertson, and I hear... Now, where is that? What district? This is District 7, um, and it was an open seat, but I hear Yarbrough's a solid conservative, so I hope that's good. Um, 
Lee Halsey beat Brad Tompkins. That's District 15. Uh, Tommy Haynes lost. To who? To Mike Kirkland. So what do you, so, uh, so a number of incumbents lost, right? Mm -hmm. Was it the incumbents who voted against taxes or was it the incumbents who voted for taxes? It's like a mixed bag. It's weird because Tommy Haynes to me is one of the most conservative votes we have out Mm -hmm. there. I don't know anything about Mike Kirkland, but I'm surprised that, I mean, it was 51 to 48. Well, this is Um, a new set of districts too. So you don't so know you don't know if the districts changed and and put someone else's mm. hometown in the district and then did they punish some people and kind of split up their district where their Gosh, strength is no I longer there all those kinds of things are out there. Okay, Gil Isbell lost to Mac Butler. Oh, so Mac Butler's coming back. Mac Butler, yeah. Okay, he's back. Mm-hmm. Is he from Green? I don't know anything about him. Mac is from up in the Gadsden area. Or is it okay? I think. Yeah. Okay. He's pretty solid. Yeah, I like Mac. Yeah. Jenny Shaver won again. Um, Susan DeBose in District 45 beat the snot out of Dickie Drake. She that worked was her butt off, and I'm so that proud of her. That was interesting. 67 to 32%. I mean, that is and a you know, whipping. they totally tried to draw right her, her out, out, and it backfired. We really? just said that. We did. <laughs> Wonder Twin Powers activate. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Proud of Susan. She, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Dickie Drake is one of the least conservative representatives. Nice there. guy, but wow. What now did you brother, actually do? His brother, who served before him, was more conservative, right? Wasn't his brother Owen Owen Drake? I think so. I think so. Can't answer that. Don't know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. See? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, Will Dismukes got beat, too. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, maybe it's when you go to a... Nathan Bedford Forrest. <laughs> I want to call it a rally. It wasn't. What was it? I don't even remember. It was like a birthday celebration or it something. You, you know what? It was bad 61 choice. 61% to 38%. Bad choice. Bottom line is, I think, and there's going to be some good runoff, runoffs like Francis. Um, Francis. Why do I keep wanting to say Francis Collins Schaefer? Who is that? Someone I don't know, but sounds Francis like my last name. Hulk Jones. Um, there's going to be some runoffs that we need to pay attention to, but I was really surprised at some of them. And Tom Watley's going to be interesting to watch because he's always apparently won his races by like razor thin orange. Yeah. Just provisional ballots. (laughs) I think though, lesson for me is we still have a lot to do in terms of just engaging the general population we're in it and yes this is an echo chamber we think everybody else is like us and they're just not they're normal they're normal <laughs> mm-hmm. we're we're like weird. we we are weird we're different but that yeah. but we're, we're we're trying to make everybody just as weird as we are i just think it's <laughs> we part are. of being a good steward you know like when i look and see that only 21 percent of alabamians exercise their right to vote that is appalling to me with you look at some of these countries that have zero freedom to even vote and you know you can argue well maybe your votes don't count or i'm so whatever what if you don't go vote then you really have no shot at anything that's right like that that's concerning even after what we've been through the past two years that we can't get a better toner toner (laughs) and a turnout and a turnout from that um so i don't know We'll see what happens. I just hope people stay engaged for the runoff. And I think you just invented a great question to people when they start complaining to us about all of it is, well, did you vote? <clears throat> right. No. Did you vote in the primaries? Did you vote? Because yeah, people vote? don't understand the primaries. That's where it's at. That are the elections. Alabama, it, the, the primaries are the elections. And they're like, I'll just vote. No, not in Alabama. Right. Not in Alabama. We'll have to go back to Roman times and pay people in alcohol. And have parties. I think the founding fathers did that too. They did it too. They did. I mean, they literally did. I'm not advocating that. Great point. We're going to close up on it. We should have parties on election day. Frankly, absolutely. There should should be be election day parties. We we celebrate everything. We should be tailgating. We should. We should actually have have events. Have big screens and and food trucks and. We should see all our friends, and Let's do that. we don't care how they voted. That's that, if we could get that started, I think it would go a long way. Because you don't want to make it a holiday, because you know what happens? We have lower turnout because everybody goes, you know, 
on vacation. I hadn't thought about That's that. That's true. So we got to have an event and make it really a street party Maybe at all these just places. invented something, Like you Scott. only get in if you Can have your sticker? we profit off of it somehow? Yes, we could. <laughs> Brian could tell us how. Okay, Brian will tell us. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right. Make so we're it in fun. Agree- As the old governor Make of Alabama voting used to fun say, again. We're in agreement. You know, you know who said that. He'll know who said that, too. <laughs> Thank you for watching the program. This has been this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. Don't forget, this is powered by 1819 News. Go and sign up for the newsletter. You do not want to miss it. It's like the morning newspaper. Do that. And also give our podcast a thumbs up or a five stars. Just give us a good review. You can find it at all the different places where you find your podcast. It's at YouTube. It's at Spotify. It's at Apple. It's at is it all the places. It's at 1819news.com. That's right. So thank you for being with us. Any last words or just a see y'all? If you say use guys, you're in trouble. <laughs> see y'all. <laughs> use guys. <laughs>